Hello everybody, it's Corey Poirier. Excited to be back with the, a new edition of the Corey Poirier Show. Uh, this is our brand new, newly minted show uh, that we just decided to put together to start highlighting some of the people in my network. And I'm really excited to have somebody here today who I've interviewed in the past, um, but it's been a while. Uh, so, Deborah Kozowski, did I say it right? You got it. Okay. Deborah Kozowski, I wanted to make sure. Uh, it's so great to have you here. And I think where I'd like to start, Deborah, is can you tell us even just a little bit about who you are? I'll call it your backstory. Uh, people always say, how far do you want me to go back? I just mean <laughs> just a little bit about how you spend your time now even. Well, I spend my time working in a leadership role, management. Um, part of my time, but majority of my time I like to spend coaching and speaking and writing. Um, published three books and I'm looking at jumping into a fourth one and revising my second one and looking into getting the second one into foreign rights. So I'm getting really excited about expanding the reach globally. Plus I have my own podcast, which you've been a guest, The Millionaire Woman Show, where we talk about life, leadership and business. So I spent a lot of my time doing those things, really diving in and having deep conversations with people like we are here. Love it. And so I guess um, there's a couple of different paths I'd like to go down there. Uh, first, maybe I'll talk for a minute about the podcasting. What, and I ask this because podcasting is one of these things where now it's, it's really, it is a big deal, but for a long time it was kind of like the... Um, the black sheep of the family, like in yeah. the media world, like people didn't even know what a podcast was and it's come a long way since then. Having said that, what drew you into podcasting? Like how did you discover podcasting? Well, I was sitting at a conference and there was about, I think there was about 3000 people there. And there was this gentleman on stage talking about his podcast and the uptake and the listenership and the engagement. And then he said, well, I can teach you this course in six weeks of how to become a podcaster. And I sat there and I listened to him. And I thought, I can figure this out. I gave myself 30 days. I launched on the 30th day. And here we are at, at the time of this interview. It's almost three and three quarter years of podcasting, 235 episodes and interacting with some amazing people from around the globe. And uh, I love how Steve Olsher from the New Media Summit, where we've connected several times, um, he says, podcasting is the new broadcasting. Mm -hmm. And I, I really, truly believe that. Yeah, it's funny. And, and I'll move away from podcasting in a second, but it's funny when I think about it. I don't know why these days I always think about this comment that I had from a guest who is a prolific podcaster and I'll say his name uh, so I'm not like just kind of teasing it but uh, Jordan Harbinger who has the Jordan Harbinger show and previous to that Art of Charm <clears throat> both of those shows are among the top podcasts of all time like he's he's crushed it for lack of a better word and I had him on the show and I said Jordan what would you recommend to people wanting to start a podcast and he said I'd recommend they don't start a podcast and I said that's interesting why do you say that and he said because if I only knew how much work went into it to build what I built, I would have known that I could do it easier with YouTube or other platforms. Mm -hmm. And I don't disagree with them. And for a while, I would, when people ask me, I would share that story. Well, should I start a podcast? I'd say, well, here's what Jordan Harbinger said. Yeah. But then I started thinking about that, bro. And I think here's where the distinction falls. It depends probably what you're trying to do with the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because if your sole goal, and, and I don't know what his goal is, but if your sole goal is to get sponsors, then you really got to 
take a different approach to podcasting. Like that's gotta be your whole baby. If, and I, I mean, if you're just looking to get like a Google type sponsor on there, if you're trying to make money directly only from the podcast, then that's a different beast. But for me, when I look now at podcasting, what it's done is it's allowed me to reach people I never would have had time with before, build networks I never would have been able to build. It's, um, it's gotten me opportunities, both for speaking, but also open doors for me for other avenues. Um, I would say it's a part of even landing a TEDx talk because they looked me up and I remember one said, I was listening to your podcast and I liked what you said about this. Mm -hmm. So I think if you look at it as the tangible result side, for a lot of people, podcasting is more work than you realize. But if you look at it for all the things it can do for your whole life and brand, then I think then it becomes, this makes sense. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. When I first started podcasting, I had only my phone and I was using Boss Jock on the go, just recording. And then I was thinking, I need to be able to leverage this more. So then I started using the Zoom platform. Sometimes I would just use my camera, depending if I was doing a solo episode or with with someone who was willing to come to the house or I was able to go to and putting it on YouTube. And the one thing that I noticed with that is now I've given people more options to find me. Not only do I have a global reach and you know getting messages or even getting guests because they've heard my show in another part of the country, then they're like, well, can I come on your podcast too? And we're extending and leveraging opportunity. The other thing that I've realized with podcasting is it's a credibility thing as well. And you're seen as media, which is a new way of looking at media. You know, it is the new media. I was going to say, hence New Media Summit. New media. Absolutely. I love that name for that reason. Because, you know, we think traditionally of newspaper, radio, television, but now we have the ability to say, you know what, I have this podcast, no different than a blogger who might get sponsored for clothing and things like that. I can come to your event and I can do a coverage of your event and all of a sudden I'm seeing, seen with a different credibility. A friend recently told me, you know, during a Christmas service that she was at church, a lady came up to her and said, I was just listening to this podcaster. She's from Edmonton and I found out she are friends with her. That this elevation of celebrity status, um, it's a perception, but that credibility so much is attached to, oh, you have a podcast. Right? Oh, you have a YouTube channel. And people are starting to have the perception if you have a YouTube channel, it's like a form of television. You have your own show. And just like the podcast, I have my own show, but suddenly that outreach has expanded to YouTube. And then all the different podcaster podcast players where people are, you know, consuming podcasts. So um I'm going to move away right now, but I want to add in something you just said, uh, just to tell people the power of podcasting. Mm-hmm. And this was, I've had lots of cool stories, like you mentioned, about, oh, I listened to this girl from Edmonton, I know you know her. Um, one of my clients runs, and I won't go too deep into this because I'm not trying to reveal who the client is, but um, runs, let's say, I'll use it this way. This isn't what they call it, but a call center, let's just say. Um, but they, they've done it in a unique way. It's branded in a unique way. It's branded in such a way they could run, a, they could make it a franchise. And... Uh, he was on my show, and he had a regular occurrence. This is way back when we were early on. He had a regular occurrence, and he told me they actually got an offer to buy the company from somebody who heard the show, heard the episode. Wow. And he didn't sell, 
but we're talking probably seven figures from being on a podcast. Yeah. And he said, there's, they would have probably never discovered him otherwise because he said, I'm not doing any form of marketing or branding besides that. So anyway, that's, I mean, just the power yeah. of it. And, and you never know who is watching, who is listening, what connections they have and what struck them that something you said was so important. Absolutely. And so to deviate away from podcasting now, uh, as far as the coaching work you do and client work you do, can you tell us uh, a little bit about what that looks like? Because I want to ask you, uh, maybe even as a follow-up, um, you know, what kind of clients you see and what kind of challenges they have. But I guess, can you tell us a little bit about the coaching work you do just to sure, help set the tone? Sure. So my background or my training specifically is with emotional intelligence and something called appreciative inquiry, both 30 years of age and still fairly new. And when I'm working with someone, it does not matter the industry you're in. It's all about the questions I ask because you're the one who's the expert of you. And knowing that you're the expert of you, I can ask questions that will have you go through your brain because your brain suddenly triggered by a question. It's like, okay, I, I can find that answer. I, I know that inner knowing, I can trust myself to know the answer. It doesn't matter what industry, like I've said to you when, before the interview, like I've, inter I've coached real estate, you know, <laughs> psychologists, financial planners, teachers. It doesn't matter your background. It's a matter of being able to meet you where you're at, see the vision that you have for yourself, and then start creating a plan together and that's, and I'm your sounding board and where we can bounce ideas off safely. And I can always challenge your assumptions because often what's holding people back. And this is common is we're getting in our own way. Mm -hmm. And I specialize in mindset work. That's my favorite area to build curiosity, to ask the questions that need to be asked, to push aside judgment of self and judgment of others. Because judgment is what holds us back from taking the actions that we need to. And so, last question, sort of to, to, to wind things down. It, I love to ask this question to everybody, Deborah, and I don't think I might have asked you uh, this question on our podcast interview a while back. Uh, but in relation to the work you do, and by the way, you answered my other question I was going to follow up with, which is what do you see are the most common challenges? Mm -hmm. So, I want to ask you if you could jump into a time machine. This is my time machine question, obviously. Uh, go back and visit a younger Deborah and give her one or two pieces of life advice. What do you think you might tell a younger Deborah? The younger Deborah is to take more chances, to trust your gut and follow through. You know, you need to listen to yourself, trust that you know the direction that you're going, and don't internalize the opinions of others. I used to take things so personally. And it wasn't until I read the four agreements that it suddenly clicked and realized that whatever people say, whatever they do toward me is all about them. What's going on here, these six inches here is how they're reflecting back to me. So as long as I'm feeling true to myself, that not taking things personally, it is freedom. It's a game changer to realize I don't have to internalize everyone else's opinion. I have to just trust and know who I am as a person and everything's going to work out. Just trust it. I love it. So the last question, which is, uh, 
I'll call it the unofficial one, but it might be the most important, is if people do want to work with you, and I know we just barely scratched the surface. Yeah. Uh, of course, though, the great thing is they can come on and listen to my show and learn more about you. They can go on your own show and hear you on a regular basis. Uh, so they can definitely dive deeper much easier. But uh, if people want to learn more about you, where would you normally direct or send them? They can go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com. That's D-E-B-R-A-K-A-S-O-W-S-K-I. And I have a free download. Just put in your email and you'll get the, the Making Habits Stick three-part video course, which has some assignments and you can email me and ask me any questions about it. But it's really about helping people get focused and consistent with the habits so they're building in routines that set themselves up for success. Also, you can reach out to me on all platforms of social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, as well as, you know, check out my books on Amazon. You'll just type in my name and there, there they'll be. And then also uh, the other big news is that uh, you have a TEDx talk coming out soon and a Blue Talk coming out soon. Yes, so people yes. will be able to find lots more about you just by searching your name. And if yeah. they connect with you now, they'll be among the first call you get the news that everything's dropping soon. Absolutely. Some big things coming up and more announcements to come. Awesome. Thank you so much, Deborah. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.